they found me in Rome, and the embassy phoned my hotel, and I went along there and talked to London, and Signal said something had come unstuck in Bucharest, and Mr. Crowder would be grateful if I could get on a plane and see if I could pull anyone out alive. They hadn't actually put it like that. They'd said, if you could be of assistance in any way. But when Mr. Crowder confided in his rat-infested soul to tell you he'd be grateful for something, it can only mean that some kind of hell has got loose, and he wants you to get it back in the cage. That was soon after six, and I caught the last night flight out of Rome and got into Bucharest by 9.34, and put my watch forward an hour and found someone waiting for me with a battered-looking Volvo. We exchanged paroles, and he asked me if I wanted to drive, and I said no, because I didn't know this city, and there was obviously a rush on, and he could take shortcuts. His name was Baker, and he was small, and wrapped in a bomber jacket against the cold, and smelled of garlic, and looked rather pale, but that was possibly his normal winter complexion. What happened? I asked him. I don't know. The D.I.F. just sent me to pick you up. What's his name? Turner. He got past a meat truck and caught a fender just slightly, because the streets were iced over in places. He was driving just this side of smashing us up, but I didn't say anything, because he knew what he was doing. I hadn't heard of a director in the field called Turner. He must be new. New and inexperienced, and at this moment sitting at his base with a dry mouth and a telephone jammed against his head listening to his control in London, and trying to tell him it hadn't been his fault, and the best of luck, because when a mission hits the wall it must be the fault of the D.I.F., because he's running the executive in the field, and it's his job to keep him out of trouble. Where are we going? I asked Baker. The railway station, freight yard. We lost the back end, and he touched the wheel and used the curb to kick us straight. And when he'd settled down again, I asked him the question I'd been trying not to ask him ever since we left the airport. Who's the executive? He gave me a glance and stared through the windscreen again, and tucked his chin in. Hornby, he said it quietly. I hadn't heard of Hornby either, and it didn't sound as if I ever would again. He must have been new, too. They were cutting down the training time at Norfolk these days and sending neophytes into the field without a chance of getting them home again if anything awkward happened. I told Crowder how I felt about it, and he'd said he'd pass it on to the proper quarters, but it wouldn't do any good. He felt the same way as I did, and those pontifical bastards in the Bureau hierarchy obviously hadn't listened even to him. Say this much at least for Crowder. He's a total professional, and one of the three really brilliant controls in London, and he doesn't get any kick out of going into the signals room and listening to those calls coming in from the field. I don't know if I can make it. They've cut me off and I haven't got long. Can you do anything? Send anyone in? There'd been a call like that reaching London this evening, sometime before six, and Hornby's control had said yes, he'd find the nearest executive and send him into the field, and that was why I was sitting in this dog-eared Volvo, skating through the streets of Bucharest, a little bit too late. It's nearly always a little bit too late, because these things happen so fast when a mission starts running hot, that there just isn't time to pull people out. Was there a rendezvous? Baker glanced at me again. I don't know. Didn't want to know. All he wanted to do was get me to the freight yard and drop me off and go home and try and sleep. They're not all like this, the contacts. Most of them are seasoned, and they've learned to get used to things blowing up, 
but one or two hang on to a shred of sensitivity, and this man was one of them. I could feel the vibrations. How long have you been out here? I asked him. In Bucharest? Yes. Yeah, a bit more. Picking up the language? With a nervous laugh. Trying. It's a bitch. There was some black ice and we spun full circle across a waste of tarmac, perhaps a car park, and soon after that we picked up the colored lights of signals on the skyline, and Baker touched the wheel and hit gravel and sped up, and we started bumping across some half-buried railroad ties, and I told him to slow down and cut his lights and the engine and take me as far as the line of trucks below the big black water tank that stood silhouetted against the sky.'